Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and those who don't identify as either, you are listening to Ratchet and Respectable with Demetria L. Lucas. Ugh. I'm coming to you from Las Vegas this week. Yes, I'm back. People are like, why do you keep going to Vegas? Are you there to see Usher again? No, Usher is no longer here. He's not back until, I feel like I'm Usher's publicist. Usher's not back until, there's a bunch of um, New Year's Eve shows. I want to say like December 30th, 31st, the 1st, something like that. He's on hiatus from Vegas at this time. So I am not here to see Usher. I'm actually here. Because one of my really good friends, Tawisha Rogers Simpson, Tawisha D. Rogers Simpson, we've talked about her before. She's vice president of brand and partnerships over at the National Museum of African American Music. And we talked about her, I want to say last month, maybe the month before, when she'd done her big fancy gala at the museum. So you know who Tawisha is. But she and I are out in Vegas for a couple days just doing nothing, getting some sun, eating good food, taking in the sights. That's just it. Like the first day we were here, we went we went to Yardbird. She wanted some of that fancy chicken and I wanted that lobster mac. So that worked out for both of us. And then we went to the Bellagio at night to see the lights. You know, as many times as I've been to Vegas in the last couple of months, I never go out at night. Like I get up at the crack of dawn to like do like my morning constitutional. But usually by the end of the night, like I'm so tired, I never get a chance to just walk the strip and, and see everything all lit up. But the Bellagio was beautiful. I haven't seen that light show in years. Before I started going to Vegas, maybe like in in early July for that Dave Chappelle show, I hadn't been to Vegas in over 10 years, maybe more like 12 years. Mm-hmm. 
So the Bellagio fountains, the Eiffel Tower, like all lit up. It was red, white, and blue. It was really beautiful. Vegas has little charms. Like sometimes people are like, I hate Vegas. It's so tacky. And, you know, parts of it are, no lie. Uh, But parts of it are like pretty magical. Yesterday we spent most of the day at the cabanas over at the Wynn Hotel. And their pool is like entirely different than like all the perceptions people have of Vegas pools. They definitely have a party pool. But there's another side, which is just really chill and easy and comfortable and not crowded because we are still in a, a global pandemic. But we had like a really great day. So like a bunch of sun and good eats. We went over to Caesar's Palace last night and went to Water Grill. I had the Chilean sea bass. It was so good. It's been like a really fun trip so far. Sure. I don't like to stay in Vegas for more than a couple days because even now, like I got in on Wednesday and literally the airport was empty. Like I took a picture of like the Vegas sign and there was no one in it because like there was only like three other people in the airport. I was like, where is everyone? And it was like Wednesday at like 5.30 p.m. And I was like, do people just not leave Wednesday night? Do they not come in Wednesday night? Because even my plane, I was coming from Chicago, but the plane wasn't even full. And I was like, this is interesting. But yeah, but it was like really like light and easy on Wednesday. My driver from the airport, he was like, yeah, this is a really great time to be in Vegas. I was like, oh, because it's not crowded. And he was like, no, because it's not hot. Now, mind you, it's Vegas in August. And he was like, yeah, the high is only like 96 right now. And because I've been here when the high is like 112, I was like, oh, that's amazing. Like walking outside, it actually feels like nice out. There's like a gentle breeze which I'm like, where is this coming from? Because like, it's not off the water, but there's like a gentle breeze going by. I'm just like, this is not the Vegas I remember from like a week ago, but it's good. It wasn't crowded at all Wednesday night. It was really nice. But last night when we came back from dinner, like you could see like the number of people just like in the hotels and like walking the streets. And I was like, yeah, it's time for me to go home. I don't really like to do Vegas on weekends when I can avoid it, but. But I am happy to be here and have much-needed girl time with one of my dear friends. We have good black news this week. After much, much delay, like 20 years, Aaliyah's music is finally streaming. Age ain't nothing but a number. Her first album has been around for a while, but One in a Million is my favorite Aaliyah album. It is finally available on streaming platforms. The Aaliyah album is coming out on September 10th. And I'm reading on Variety. You know, I like to cite my sources. And then there's an Ultimate Aaliyah Greatest Hits compilation. It's a collection of singles and previously unreleased material. And that is coming out on October 8th. There's also, I'm reading, there's an unreleased collection, executive produced by Drake, featuring cameos from him, Kanye, Wayne, and others, that Aaliyah's uncle, who runs her former label, He's been trying to get that released, it says here, for a decade. So that may be coming sooner than later. It seems that her estate and her record label have finally come to an agreement. Which, thank you, finally, after you've deprived us all this time, I do appreciate you. I'm not the hugest Aaliyah fan, but at least like when she was alive, I became a bigger fan after she died. Like she was there And she made good music. And I don't think I realized how much I liked it or how big a fan I was until she died. And I was like, oh, my God, Aaliyah's dead? I remember I was walking to a club in New York. And a guy I was dating at the time called me and was like, Aaliyah's plane crash. She died. And I was like, what? And I didn't believe him until I got to the club and the DJ announced it. And I was like, oh, my God, Aaliyah's dead? 
it just didn't make sense. But me and my friend Evie, we used to hang out in either my parents' basement or Evie's bedroom, and we would listen to Aaliyah on repeat. Evie was pursuing a singing career at the time, and she like just loved, loved, loved Aaliyah, and she was like, she's going to be huge, huge. And Evie was right. Gone too soon, though. As soon as I'm done with this podcast, I'm going to go stream Aaliyah's album because I haven't heard one in a million. I have the CD, I think, but I don't have a CD player. So, yeah, that didn't quite work out. But, yeah, I haven't heard one in a million in years. I think I'll finally stop listening to the Nas album, which that's all I listen to on repeat. Like, I'm obsessed with that new Nas album. It's so good. And I asked the other day on Facebook, I was like, why are more people talking about this album? Because, like, in my circles, my friends are not listening to it like that. And I was just like, do you hear this shit? This is amazing. There's not a bad song on the album. I skipped one of them. It was the EPMD Eminem song. And then I just let it play the other day. And I was, like, working out. And then I listened to it five times in a row because Eminem's verse is nuts. Oh, my God. It's such a good album. Nas drops so many gems and great lines. Ugh. It's just a grown man album. Good adult listening. If you have not listened to the new Nas album. I talked about it previously yeah king's disease too it's so good but i asked the other day on facebook and i was like am i just in the wrong circles and then my facebook friends were like actually yeah because that's all anyone's talking about in my circles and i was like yo i might need a new group chat my group chat's a little bougie right now (sighs) speaking of albums that take forever to release your boy kanye i can't claim kanye your boy kanye that donda album is still not out And in fact, he announced another listening party. This one's going to be in Chicago at Soldier's Field. So I was like, are you serious right now? I saw somebody on Twitter was like, yo, this is the most lucrative promo tour ever. He's charging people to show up to listen to an album that he refuses to release. An unfinished album at that. But people are paying. Again, I went to the one in Atlanta. He has found his way to make money. I guess that's the end game. But sir, can you also like please release some good art? I would like that as well. Thank you. Please, kindly, maybe. No? Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot 
Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Okay. Oh, shout out to um, my bae, Kalila Wright, from Mess in a Bottle. I was scrolling on Instagram earlier today, and I saw she was on the digital cover of Black Enterprise. She's got her signature black and white glasses on. She's a faithful listener of the podcast. She's training for the Paris Marathon. This girl's running like 12 miles a day, which I was like, I give you six walking. I ain't running six miles anywhere unless it's an emergency. But, you know, you got it, sis. I'm here to support you. She told me she wants to run in a marathon on every continent. Apparently, this is like a thing. There's like one continent that doesn't have a marathon. I cannot remember which continent that is. I'm not a marathoner, but my friend Arlene was talking about it because she's a marathoner. But it's like a whole thing. There's like a special name for people who like run marathons on like the six continents that offer marathons. I was like, y'all got it. I'll cheer from the sidelines. I'll like stand by and, and wave a flag and yell your name as you run by. I'll do that. But I ain't running with you. I walk briskly for six miles and then I tap out. I do my part. But congratulations to Kalila on her Black Enterprise cover. She is much deserving. It's a hardworking woman, y'all. I like to see my friend shine. She's in a really good place right now. I'm very happy for her. Also, speaking of people I'm totally happy for, Abby from CNN. What's Abby's last name? Because I talk about this woman like I know her. I don't. Abby from CNN. You know Abby. Abby Phillip. I knew that. I totally forgot. But Abby and her husband, they had the baby, a healthy girl, Naomi Angelina. I can't wait to see the baby. Has Abby shared the baby yet? Because Abby is like our Abby. I feel like this is our baby. I know that ain't our baby. And I know that ain't our Abby. But still, I feel very strongly about Abby. She's like little sis. Oh, no, she did post a picture of the baby. She's got exclusive photos in People magazine. She says, Naomi Angelina Richardson arrived bright and early on Monday morning, perfectly happy, healthy, and ready to eat. Mom and baby are feeling great. Naomi arrived 10 days, 10 days, fashionably late. Girl. Her first name means pleasant one, and she is already living up to it and spoiling her mom and dad as a blissfully calm baby. Her middle name, Angelina, is a tribute to my beloved maternal grandmother who passed away in 2014. We are overjoyed and in love already. Oh, she's adorable. There's a close-up of the baby. Oh, congratulations to Abby and her husband. And welcome, little Naomi Angelina. Aww. I think she's going to look like mommy. Oh, she's so cute. I'm so happy for her. Our Abby. And our Naomi. Oh, is that it for good black news this week? Yeah, it is. News was weird this week. I read on Bloomberg and up and down my Facebook feed. OnlyFans is getting rid of sexual content. Which I was like, does OnlyFans have anything other than sexual content? I feel like if you had like respectable content, you went to like... Uh, what is it, Patreon? I genuinely didn't know OnlyFans had content that wasn't sexual. But apparently they have like cooking videos or or people are playing music or fitness instructors or whatever. But I was like, really? This is all news to me from this Bloomberg article. Mind you, I've never been on OnlyFans. Is that a lie? I've seen content that people screenshot it from OnlyFans, but I've never been on OnlyFans. And do not have an account. 
Just in case anyone was wondering, I do not have an OnlyFans account. (laughs) But starting in October, the company will prohibit creators from posting material with sexually explicit conduct. People will still be allowed to put up nude photos and videos, but they must be consistent with OnlyFans' new policy. I I didn't understand this logic because I was like, aren't most of your most popular videos like sexual content? This seems like shooting yourself in the foot. But according to Bloomberg, the changes are needed because of mounting pressure the company is facing from its banking partners and payment providers. OnlyFans is trying to raise money from outside investors at a valuation of $1 billion. So they released a statement. They said, in order to ensure the long-term sustainability of our platform, we must evolve our content guidelines. I also read in this article that apparently this is what Patreon did too when they started, which I don't remember. I only remember Patreon when some of my writer friends would post content then they would have it behind the paywall on Patreon. I remember Kimberly Foster from For Harriet. She was one of the first people I saw that had like a Patreon account. Um, and then my friend Chloe was telling me and she was like, you need to create content and put it behind the account. And I was just like, yeah, I'd rather have corporate sponsors pick up the tab and then keep my stuff free to my audience. I really don't want to charge my audience for for content. And also, I like to be able to just, you know, fuck off and go do what I want to do. And there's nothing anybody can say because it's free. But when people are paying, they're just like, I, 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 I want my shit at midnight because I paid you $5 this month. I was like, yeah, I, I'm not going to respond well to those emails. So I know me. So I was like, yeah, let's let's not do that. And then Kev on stage, he was another person I saw with like a Patreon account. I had no idea that Patreon had like sex content beginnings. Who knew? I guess other than the people who were, you know, posting sex content. Folks rebrand and pivot all the time. And I'm thinking of like all the networks that have started with like black content to get eyeballs and ad dollars. And then they pivot to like no black content. It's happened with several networks. Like remember like UPN and Fox, like when they first started, they were like damn near all black. And now Fox is, I mean, at least Fox News. And Fox is now best known as like the network of right wing white people. Unvaccinated right wing white people. But that was not how Fox started. All the good black shows used to be on Fox in the 90s, but this ain't the 90s, so womp womp. Speaking of old shit, the plate debate is back. Oh, this is not like who gets served first, the husband or the child, or should it be a paper plate or fine china? Not that plate debate. This is the should a woman fix a man's plate debate. It was up and down my timeline yesterday and people kept tagging me in it like I haven't spoken on it before. And also, like, we don't have this debate every six months. I'm like, y'all ain't tired of talking about plates yet? Still? Still y'all want to talk about plates and women fixing them? Okay. You know what? Every time we have this plate debate, it's a ton of women who are like, I fix plates. I fix plates. I've always fixed plates. I was trained to fix plates. I like fixing plates. This is how I show love and care and nurture to my family. I fix plates. And I was like, I do not understand why the men who want their plate fixed do not just seek out women who are gladly fixing plates. There's so many of them and they're happy to do it. Fine. That's great. I want folks to be happy. I want them to love what they do. If you want your plate fixed, go seek a woman who happily does it. And I think that's what bothers me so much about this argument because it's not really about wanting your plate fixed. Because if it was, you just go find somebody who fixes a plate. It's not hard. The women who do it are a dime a dozen. 
But it's like men want to force women who don't want to fix a plate to fix one. And I'm like, that makes no sense. If your love language is is an act of service and this is expressly done by fixing your plate, go find that woman. But it's not about that. It's really about control and a weird form of submission. Like I got this woman who doesn't do this thing to do this thing she doesn't like just for me because I'm a man. Like, bruh, your masculinity cannot be that fragile. I mean, it, it can. And it, clearly it is. And I'm not saying it's fragile because you want your plate fixed. I'm specifically saying it's fragile for men who want their plate fixed but want to convince a woman who doesn't want to do it to do it. That's purely ego. And that's a purely insecurity. And that's purely fragile. Just wanting your plate fixed, that's your thing. Go find somebody who likes to do it. Be easy. Enjoy yourselves. Have a prosperous, joyful, abundant life. You cannot have a prosperous, joyful, abundant life arguing with a woman to do something she doesn't want to do. She don't want to do it. And guys were like, but you want us to take out the trash. Sir, if you don't want to take out the trash, don't take out the trash. Find some woman who's fine with that. You don't want to investigate the bump in the night? Don't. You also have the right to be like, this is what I want. This is what I don't want. Go find somebody who wants it. I keep saying, find the lid for your pot. It's the best advice I can give for anyone in any situation. Even better than don't waste your pretty. That's about having standards across the board. But if you're trying to engage with another person, the best relationship advice that you will ever get, find a lid for your pot. Find someone who likes what you like, who shares the same values and interests, who likes to do the things that you like to do. It will make your life so much simpler. You really don't have to argue with someone to try to convince them to do things that they don't want to do. You can actually find someone who likes doing them. It'll take you a little more time. But the lack of an argument, is that not well worth it? Come on. Let's make our lives simpler, people. Now, personally, I would like a man who investigates the bump in the night. And I also don't have an issue making plates for someone who appreciates it. But if you have an expectation that I'm going to, like, serve you, I'll never do it, ever. I also won't be with you because that's not the type of guy that I'm interested in, in building with who has these um, expectations that I serve him literally. No. There's a couple guys I would happily make plates for, gladly make plates for. But this whole beat the chest, like, submit to me because I am man. I have penis. Get out of here with that shit. I've never met a man who was a good leader. I've never met anyone who was a good leader who had to constantly tell people that they were a good leader and was telling people they had to submit to them. It's actually a poor sign of leadership that you have to, like, force people to do things. You're supposed to inspire them, not browbeat them. (sighs) I'm so sick of this goddamn debate. Next topic. I'm sick of talking about this. We're going to talk about it again in six months anyway. Actually, not even six months, because the plate debate is coming back for the holidays, like it does every year. Who do you serve first, your husband or your father? Who do you serve first, the children who are just getting motor skills or your able-bodied husband? (sighs) I hate this goddamn internet. Also, I know I just said I wasn't talking about this. One more thing. I've never had these conversations in real life. This is something that totally exists for the internet. I've never had a dude tell me that I need to submit to him. Actually, that's not true. I had one. I divorced him. 
but I've never had like a, a a plate debate about like you know feed me before the kids or 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 feed me in public make a, a a public show of of your submission to me at this cookout or at your mama's house or I just I've had other crazy shit but not this in other news Marlon Wayne is he's in the new Respect movie we talked about this he plays Jennifer Hudson's first husband Ted that he did an interview with essence and he said he was trying to bring some humanity to ted he said ted you know he beat jennifer but he also loved jennifer he just didn't know how these are marlon's words not mine but he wanted to give some humanity to ted into that relationship he said people only talk about the uh the domestic violence but he was like you know they had good times there was a reason that they were in a relationship and got married and and all of that like it wasn't all bad ted did have some good traits he wasn't just an abuser so he does this interview and um, he's never been married. And I guess the interviewer asked him, like, you know, what's going on? Like, you know, you're 49, sir. And he said that he never saw himself walking down the aisle until recently. He said the death of his mother changed his perception. And he explained, I never got married because I knew my mom needed me. Women sometimes want to battle for your attention. They want to battle for your love. They want to be the one. Me and my mama share the same birthday. I'm not trying to hear you. He went on to say, on my mother's deathbed, I said, can I tell you something, woman? I'm 47 years old and I've never been married because I always wanted you to be my number one girl. He says, my mother turned over. She looked at me. She grabbed my hand and she pulled me close to her. I said, I know, I love you too. And I gave her a kiss and I said, I'll see you soon, but not that soon. (laughs) I'm sorry, that's funny. Not that soon because I got a shitload of life to live. She laughed in pain and I gave her a kiss. And those are my last words to my mom. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And honestly, I feel a lot of men feel this way about their mothers and I completely respect that this man did not get married and that he was, he's a mama's boy. And I don't think he'd be offended by me saying that. He basically said it himself. And he wanted to be with his mom. And so he was. Sort of. He goes on to mention a long-term relationship that he was in from 1992 to 2013. He and his ex have two children together. A 21-year-old and a 19-year-old. Grown people. But they were never married. Maybe she didn't want to get married. Which, you know, some folks don't. And that's great and fine. Live your best lives however you see fit. But I was like, wait. You were in a 21-year relationship with a woman. Had two kids with her. And your mom was still your number one? I feel a way about that. We could date. We could hang out. We could kick it. But 21 years of a relationship? And I still ain't number one? I... I would feel a way about that. His ex may not feel any kind of way. I don't know her. I don't know how she feels. She could feel however she wants to feel. And she's entitled to that. I'm saying I would feel a way. I feel like if you feel this strongly about your mom, don't get into a relationship. Just date. Enjoy other people's companies when you feel like it. And when you want your like emotional connection, go be with your mom. If that's how you feel, just don't waste other people's time. Don't engage with other people in relationships. Like, they'll never be your number one. There's no hope of that. That's the space that you reserve for your mother. Great. Just don't engage in relationships. It's that simple. I still want to see that movie. I've not gone to see it. I thought about going to see it in Chicago. But, you know, people and crowds, 
and just time. I didn't really have two and a half hours to just, you know, like, take off and, you know, be indulgent. Because people were like, where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? And I still missed a bunch of people. That's the only downside of this odyssey is that I haven't been spending a whole bunch of time. And I mean, like, two weeks each in every city. So I get to see, like, all of my people. I've pissed off people in the South, up and down the East Coast, now the Midwest. My L.A. people are like, oh, where you at? We're doing X, Y, Z. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm in Vegas right now. And they're like, oh, you're missing another event. Really? Really? That's the only downside. Like, you go to people's city, and if you don't get a chance to see them, like, they they take it personally, which I get, because I've taken it personally sometimes when people have come to L.A., and I don't even get a call. And I'm just like, really? Really? So I get it. But it's not intentional. It's just, it's, it's a timing issue. I have to learn to give other people that same grace, some of them, when they're in my city. There's certain people. I'm like, you came to my city, you didn't call me, you're dead to me. I'm a cancer. I don't know what you want. That's how we think, in case you didn't know. <sighs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In white fuckery news, this Jeopardy rollout is a debacle. So Mike Richards, we talked about him last week. He and um, Blossom, her name is not written in front of me. I can't remember it. Sorry. You know who Blossom is. Stop it. Last week, we talked about how Mike Richards and Blossom were the new hosts of Jeopardy, and it had been decided. It was final. But this morning, and I'm recording this on Friday at 9.13 a.m. in Vegas, I know I'm late. I was at the pool all day and then went to dinner. I didn't even go shopping. I was tired when I got back. Like, being in the sun all day, I know you're not trying to hear that shit. Because I know y'all are like, bitch, I was at my laptop all day dealing with white folks. I don't want to hear about your pool days and you was too tired to record. My bad. But yeah, it's Friday morning and I'm glad I held the podcast because this fool is out at Jeopardy. He resigned before the show even started. He released a statement earlier today. I'm reading from the Washington Post. He says, quote, I was deeply honored to be asked to host the syndicated show and was thrilled by the opportunity to expand my role. This is a letter to his staff. However, over the last several days, it has become clear that moving forward as host would be too much of a distraction for our fans and not the right move for the show. As such, I will be stepping down as host effective immediately. As a result, we will be canceling production today. Guess he's still the executive producer of the show. As it would come out, Mr. Richards is stepping down, not because people are like, it should have been LeVar, not you, but because a website, The Ringer, I've never heard of this site, but The Ringer published an in-depth report that revealed Richard had made disparaging remarks about women 
Jewish people and Haiti on a podcast. I saw some of the transcripts. I couldn't find the audio from it. So, so after all this bullshit, all this back and forth, talk of old lawsuits, talk of the network, you used these black people during the guest appearances to give the appearance of diversity, and then you went and hired two white people. All this, all this back and forth over the show, tainting the show. The mediocre white dude that you picked had to step down over sexism and racism, essentially. Sony Pictures released a statement. They said, we will now resume the search for a permanent syndicated host. In the meantime, we'll be bringing back guest hosts to continue production for the new season. I swear to God, if they do all this bullshit all over again and don't pick LeVar Burton or another black person, which, by the way, Alex Trebek apparently wanted Laura Coates. She's a CNN legal analyst. She used to sit in for Don Lemon sometimes. That's how I got to know her. Did she get her own show yet on CNN? I told you I stopped watching CNN like I used to. But she was really good. I liked her lots. I didn't want her to replace Dawn. But I wanted Laura to get her own show. Because CNN for a while didn't have a, um, a show with a black woman. I think Abby's show on, on the weekends was like the black woman show. Because remember they used to do those ads where they were like, it was like CNN reporting from different places. And they'd be like, oh, so-and-so's in Istanbul. So-and-so's in Russia. So-and-so's in whatever. And there was never a black woman in those ads. And I was like, wait. Where's the black woman host on CNN? Do they have one? I mean, other than Abby. Abby has the weekend show. Is there a black woman with a weekly show on CNN? Like, it's a genuine question. I don't know. Hold on. Let me Google. So when I search, there's correspondents and reporters. But Abby's the only one with a show. That's what I'm seeing. I don't like that. I want it to be Abby and someone else. Like Laura Coates. She's really good. I would turn back. I would watch CNN again if Laura Coates had her own show. I'm just saying. That's not the point. The point is, Alex Trebek wanted, he did an interview with TMZ in 2018. They asked him if there was a woman to replace him on the show, who would he want? And he said, Laura Coates. He was on the Laura before I was on the Laura. And at the time, Laura tweeted that she was, quote, incredibly honored and humbled that Trebek knew who she was and thought that she would be a great host of her favorite game show that she grew up watching with her family and continues to watch with her children. Now, actually, I want her to have a show on CNN, but I would not mind if she was the host of Jeopardy. I still want LeVar Burton, but I'd take a guest week with Laura Coates. I would like that very much. (sighs) This is a mess. Y'all should have just had y'all guest host season, hired LeVar Burton, and gone on about your business. Everybody would be happy. LeVar Burton wouldn't have embarrassed the show or the network like this. I'm just saying. You went and hired that mediocre white man and he has embarrassed y'all. It's Jeopardy. Jeopardy's a very respectable show. And now you're all in this ratchet behavior. I can be ratchet and respectable. Jeopardy is just supposed to be respectable. Come now. I don't like this ratchet Jeopardy. Speaking of people who didn't get the job, I read recently Barbara Streisand. You know, women do hit a certain age and just stop giving all fucks. Like, I have no fucks at 40, 75 and up. They have a whole different set of, of no fucks. I think there's like, you know, the, the fucks go into deficit. She just did like a random interview and was just like, yeah, I didn't like Bradley Cooper and uh, Lady Gaga in A Star Was Born, which is a remake of, of a famous movie that Barbara Streisand was in, which was also a remake, but neither here nor there. She says, I thought it was the wrong idea. Speaking of uh, Cooper and Gaga, and I'm quoting, she says, I can't argue with success, but I don't care so much about success as I do about originality. 
And she goes on to say, when I heard it was going to be done again, it was supposed to be Will Smith and Beyonce. And I thought that's interesting. Really make it different again. Different kind of music. Integrated actors. Let me give her a pass on that because she's 79. And she said, I thought it was a great idea. So I was surprised when I saw how alike the film was to the version that I did in 1976. Now, I like The Star Was Born. It was sad as shit, but Gaga and Cooper had amazing chemistry. That hit song from the movie was amazing. I played that thing on repeat. That said, I had no idea Will Smith and Beyonce were slated to be in the film. And apparently there were rumors about it way back when. I just, I wasn't paying attention, I guess. I never heard that. The Will Smith and Beyonce version was supposed to be like a rapper and an R&B singer. Um... That sounds terrible. I'm sorry. Make a whole different version of this that's not A Star Is Born. Will Smith and Beyonce. Will Smith might have been I. Beyonce? She's, she's not a strong actress. She's, she is a level 10, hell 12, at everything else that she does in life. That wouldn't have been a good film. That would have been terrible. It would have been successful. All, between the Will Smith fans and the Beyonce fans, like they would have packed the theaters. Now, I don't think that would have been a, a critically acclaimed situation. Financially successful, which I guess is the bottom line in Hollywood. But, no. Speaking of Beyonce, don't come for me. Beehive, do not come for me. Uh, a new clothing line just came out. I said before, like, it's, you know, it's not my taste. There's some other stuff from Ivy Park that I would like to have. I think I talked about that. She did some all-black outfits that were really cute. And by the time I got to the site, it was all sold out. Because, you know, basically I wear black, like, not every day, but most days. You know what? One of my friends actually runs Parkwood. Why not call over and ask for some shit? Damn it. It's probably all gone. So there's a, so there's a picture of Beyonce for the newest line. It's denim. She has on chaps. And she has her ass out. And so the whole internet is talking about Beyonce's ass. She's a married woman. Why is her ass out? Because she's married. She's not enslaved. She can put her ass out if she wants to. It's disrespectful to her husband. If her husband finds it disrespectful, maybe. Does he? I don't know. She's got the picture out there of her ass out. I guess he's okay with it. Or maybe he just lets his wife, you know, be. Or maybe he's just not so insecure that people seeing a picture of his woman's ass which, by the way, we've seen many times before. This is not like the first time we've seen Beyonce's ass. The people are having like whole meltdowns. Her husband, her husband. Okay, she's still a, a woman, a woman. Like you're, you're not property. This isn't Afghanistan. I know a lot of y'all might actually like it to be. It's not, thankfully. Although at times y'all talk like y'all want us to inch in that direction. No. But the other conversation is like, is that Beyonce's real ass? Because it's it's, it looks like a BBL ass. Which, like, if it is, sis. Like, I can't afford the surgeon, but i just like to know who it is. I'd like to have that kind of ass. It's a beautiful ass. It's also an image. So, like, maybe she had a BBL. Who knows? And I don't care. But, like, also, like, people, like, it, it could be photoshopped. Like, it's an image. Like, it's, it's very easily to manipulate. Like, you can do it on your iPhone. I'm sure whoever is doing the photography and, and editing for Beyonce's images is, is using something more sophisticated than Facetune. Or maybe it's her ass. I don't know. I remember the ass from, she was winding it around on stage. And people had an outcry about that, too. I want to say it was the MTV Awards. She was doing Drunk All Night. She and Jay were performing Drunk All Night. And she turned around and, like, threw her ass in a circle. And people were, like, appalled. Like, Beyonce, how could you? 
Like the woman's like 35. Like she, she wants to throw her ass in a circle, she can. That was many years ago. But that wasn't that ass then. But that was also the post-blue ass. And she lost all that weight. She wanted to get skinny again because she gained a lot of weight when she was pregnant. And people were like, oh my God, Beyonce's over. And she was like, nah, I was just pregnant. She was trying to prove a point. But she was like really small at the time. And so she's not really small right now. Like she's in like, she's like in um, like thick Beyonce right now, which all Beyonce's are lovely. But I was like, maybe she's like, she gains weight in her ass. We know she got thighs. If nothing else, if nothing else, whether it's her ass, whether it's a bought ass, whether it's a Photoshop of ass, the thighs match. That's all I've ever asked for people. Just make the thighs match. That's all I ask. How, no, no matter how the ass got there, God given, a doctor assisted, a good edit, it's a good image. That's all for this week, folks. I'm sure I missed a ton of stuff, but I'm about to finish this podcast, edit this podcast, and then I'm going back to the pool. I'll talk to y'all again next week. It's going to be late then, too, because I'm traveling on Monday. I don't know why I did that to myself. I should have insisted on staying an extra day, but I didn't, and I'm going to pay the price for it. So we will talk again. I just said that. Thanks for listening. Did I say that? You can never say thank you too much. So thanks for listening, as always, and we'll talk again next week. Okay. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home. And then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way. And you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.